0: Shall we open in a word of prayer? Our blessed Father, we thank you for the privilege of studying your word, discussing it together as one family, Lord. We just pray that you will touch our hearts today, encourage us and challenge us in our walk. Lord, we're living in the last days and it's very important for us to live for you completely and totally with total dedication and commitment. And we pray that this will be the case. We pray that you will hide me behind the cross, Lord, and pray that your word will go forth and touch lives. And we pray in Jesus' precious name, amen. We'll begin today with an old Chinese uh, legend. There was a group of elderly Chinese men, cultured gentlemen, who met often to exchange wisdom and drink tea. It's a tea party. Each host tried to find the finest and most costly varieties to create exotic blends that would arouse the admiration of his guests. When the most venerable and respected of the group entertained, he served his tea with unprecedented ceremony, measuring the leaves from a golden box. The Assembled Epicures praised this exquisite tea. The host smiled and said, The tea you have been so delightfully enjoying is the same tea our peasants drink. I hope it will be a reminder to all that the good things in life are not necessarily the rarest or the most costly. And that's so true, isn't it, in the Christian life. There are many people in the Bible who are very obscure. They're little known. And I always like to find them because there are so many wonderful lessons by their lives. We know so much about Abraham, and about Moses, and about Daniel, and about Joseph, and, and many Bible characters, but there's some that we've either barely not heard of or don't know very much about. And one of such characters that we're going to look at today is a man named Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom's story is found in a couple different places in the Old Testament, both the same kind of thing. One is in 1 Chronicles thirteen seven to 14 and then it's also found in 2 Kings as well. And I love these stories because we can get so many lessons for our lives. So the title of our message today is Lessons from the Man Obed-Edom. And pray that it'll be a blessing to our hearts today. The definition of obscure is this. It's defined as not prominent or famous. And that pretty much describes my life, I think. And maybe it summarizes yours too. We're not prominent in this world. We're not not, uh, famous. Our names do not appear on television or on radio or going out over the Internet. Nobody knows really who we are. But we can have an impact on people beyond the famous people and celebrities of this world because we have Jesus Christ as our Savior. When you know the Lord, you know the best person in the world. You know, you can have a a relationship, for example, with the president. You can be the president's best friend, and you get to go into the White House anytime you want. You You can sit down and enjoy a meal. You can tour anytime you want to go there because you're the friend of the president. Well, we have a friend that's better than the friend of the president. We are the friend of the Lord. He calls us his friends. He loves us, and he wants us to live a life that's going to affect other people. Let's read together from 1 Chronicles, chapter 13, verses 7 to 14. Hear the word of the Lord. So they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Aminadab, and Uzzah and Ohio drove the cart. Then David and all Israel played music before God with all their might with singing on harps, on stringed instruments, on tambourines, on cymbals, and, on, and with trumpets. Sounds like our worship team, right? And when they came to Chidon's threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah, beca- and he struck him because he put out his hand to the ark, and he died before, the, before God. And David became angry because of the Lord's outbreak against Uzzah. Therefore, that place is called Perez-Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of God that day, saying, How can I bring the ark of God to me? Verse 13, So God would not move the ark with him into, David would not move the ark with him into the city of David, but took it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. May God bless the reading of his word to our hearts today. Obed-Edom was the right man at the right time for the ark to be at his home. He loved the Lord. He was a man of God. He was a Levite. But he was also a foreigner because he was from the Philistine city of Gath, where Goliath was from. But he was a loyal follower of David. And some Bible commentators have even said that he was the bodyguard of David. Isn't that interesting? And he was was a very godly and good man. And the scripture tells us that the ark remained in his house for three months, and while The ark was there. God richly and abundantly blessed him and his family for it. The things we're going to look at today is, number one, Obed-Edom was willing to take the ark. Number two, Obed-Edom was faithful in everything he did in serving the Lord. And third, Obed-Edom was blessed by God in every way possible that the Lord had done so many things for him. He was also a gatekeeper and a singer, and he was quite a servant for the Lord. David could have chosen anybody to do this particular thing. He could have done that, but he trusted him. He was a trustworthy man. Are you a trustworthy man? Are you a trustworthy woman? When somebody gives you something to do, do you do it with all your heart, and do people not even need to worry about it because they know you'll do it? That's the way we as Christians should be. We should be trustworthy, worthy of, our, of someone else's trust. And that's what God wants us to do. When we're willing, God makes us able. And even though he was a Gittite, a foreigner from the Philistine city of Gath, he was loyal to David. He was faithful all the way through. He never turned away from David. He trusted the Lord and he did his will. And God blessed him. Do we have that kind of spirit that says, Lord, I'm willing to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't, I've never done it before, but I'm going to do it for you. And if you have that kind of willing spirit, the Lord will bless you. 23 years ago, Adel will remember it, Mike will remember it, different ones, Walter Welsh was our treasurer, right? Right? He was treasurer for quite a while in the church. And one day, he told Adel he needed to retire. He wasn't able to do it anymore. So they asked me if I would do it. I said to myself, I've never done anything like this before. I never envisioned myself doing anything like it before. But I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to do it. And when we're willing to do it for the Lord, he will bless us. And I will tell you that these last 23 years have been blessed years. And I want to continue to do it. And whatever ministry you have, when you have a willing spirit like Obed-Edom had, you can do so much. And if Adol comes to you and asks you to give a devotion, men, do it. And, he, and, you, and you will see how the Lord will, will bless you. And we've had many wonderful men who have spoken on Mondays with the Kingdom Man series who have given, given devotions. And now we see them coming up to the pulpit. We see Rick. We see Alan. We see different ones now are, are speaking forth from the Word of God. To me, it's exciting. It's exciting to see the young ones coming along. And when we older ones show an example to them, Of serving the Lord and having a willing spirit they will follow that as well and so we want to be examples for the Lord so we want to have a willingness we want to be willing like he was he was willing he didn't say David you better get somebody else I don't want to have that responsibility Mm, no because see what happened was when they when they brought the ark they were supposed to carry the ark with poles by two different Levites they would carry the ark well, what did they do instead? They brought a cart and the cart and they put the ark on the cart and they had two, two men there. And then it started to wobble. It started, the, the ark started to fall, and, and Uzzah reached out his hand to keep the ark from falling. But God had made it so clear not only how they were supposed to carry it with the poles, but don't touch it never touch it every Jewish young man and woman they knew the scriptures don't touch the ark it's holy it's God's ark but he reached out his hand and so immediately the Lord took his life and everybody was afraid David was afraid after this happened and and all the people were afraid but you know who wasn't afraid Oh, but Edom wasn't afraid because he trusted the Lord. He considered it a privilege to have the ark in his home there. He considered it a privilege. Do we consider it a privilege to have the word of God in our homes, to teach it to our children, to pass it on to our neighbors and family members and friends? God has given us the riches of his word, and he wants us to be faithful In carrying out his service just as Obed Edom was. He was a faithful man. And it was a huge responsibility. We know from our our movie, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, how important the Ark was. We know in the movie the Nazis wanted to get it, and, and the Americans wanted to get it, and everybody wanted to get the ark, but it's God's ark. God's ark. And it is a blessing. And it's a big responsibility. You know, not only was Obed Edom all on board with this, but his family was too. They were involved in it, and they were blessed by it as well. F.B. Meyer, the godly man and preacher, once said, Don't waste your time waiting and longing for large opportunities which may never come, but faithfully handle the little things that are always claiming your attention. So many times we want to be big people and we want to do big things and we want to do great things and if we can't do that, we don't want to do anything. The Lord says, do the little things well. Be faithful in the the little things and I will give you greater things. And that's what happened in the life of Obed-Edom. He was a faithful man. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 6 says, Most men will proclaim his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? Who can find a faithful man? And if you look out into the world today, we could ask that same question. But where is the faithful man? Where are the faithful men, the faithful women? They're few and far between. It's a very small remnant of people that are totally dedicated and sold out to Christ. I want to be among them. I'm sure you want to be among them and be faithful to the Lord. It takes a lot to be a faithful person, day in and day out. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. It takes sacrifice. We have to put our all into it. The homeschool teachers know how hard it is to impart that truth to their kids. They work hard on it, they study. The Sunday school teachers come prepared, the, the preachers come prepared so that we can give out the Word of God in a faithful way and be true. To his word. A while back, I received a the copy of a Christian Missions and Many Lands magazine. I get it every month. And one issue, well, a lot of the issues have poems on the back of the magazine. And so in this particular case, I found a poem written by a lady by the name of Krista Besselman, and she wrote this in the year 2017, so six years ago. And it was such a blessing to me that I cut it out and I put it on my wall. I still have it on my wall. I love what she wrote. She wrote this. The daily commitment of those who believe is never a goal or a stage we achieve. It's taking each moment, decision and whim, until they're conformed to be holy like Him. The battle of wills, when our wills are at odds, is bringing our will to submission to God's and grasping the life that will not pass away by living His will as we trust and obey. Though saved by His grace, not the works we have done, we yield to His hand to be made like His Son, transformed by His grace and renewing our mind, spurned on by His love and glory combined. Isn't that beautiful? So true. It's a a daily commitment. You can't just make one commitment to Christ in your life and say, that's it. I've made a commitment. No. We do. Yes, we get saved. We make a commitment to Christ. But it has to be a daily commitment, a daily renewal, as it were, because we need to commit ourselves to Christ because the enemy is going to attack daily. He's going to come against us daily. We're going to have problems daily. There's going to be troubles. There's going to be illnesses. There's going to be sicknesses. There's going to be all kinds of things happening all around us. But we need to have that daily commitment to the Lord that no matter what, Lord, I'm on your side. I'm with you, Lord. And I will follow you all the days of my life. Obed-Edom treated this situation in such a way with the Ark of God, that he protected it, he defended it, and he watched over it. And you know what? He resisted the temptation to look inside it. You know, all of us are born with a curiosity, right? We'd all like to know certain things. And there had to be that temptation in his life to want to just see what's inside the Ark. What's inside the Ark? Now they knew, the Israelites knew what was inside the Ark. They had... They had uh, the uh, inside the ark, they had the, the, the manna at one point, and they had the copy of the law and all these different things inside there. So, but people got curious, and some people would want to open it up and see what happened. If he had done that, he would have been struck down just like Uzzah was, because that's not reverent. You're not to look into that holy thing. We as Christians have such a blessing because we have a nearness to God that in the Old Testament they didn't have that closeness like, that, like we have. We have that personal relationship with Christ through his shed blood on the cross. And we are so blessed. And so we should be those who are willing and we should be those who are faithful. 1 Corinthians 4.2 says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful or that one be found faithful. God has just one requirement, that you be faithful. He doesn't say you have to get a theological degree or go to this school or that school or learn this or learn that. Just be faithful. Be faithful. It sounds so simple, but it's not that easy. But when we have that daily commitment and renew our commitment every day, he will enable us to do so. And third and finally, Obed-Edom was blessed by God, richly and abundantly. I know some of you get my, my texts when I send them out on, for birthday greetings, and I always say this. Happy birthday, and I put the person's name. May the Lord richly and abundantly bless you. You see, <laughs> Katrina note I send those out, and I mean it from my heart. I mean it from my heart because you can have a birthday party and celebrate it with all your friends and have your favorite food and your favorite cake and and, and go to your favorite restaurant or place or whatever. But what we want as Christians, we want something more than that. We want God's richest and abundant blessings in our lives, don't we? We want Him to bless us spiritually first and then physically and mentally and emotionally. We need his help for everything. And Obed-Edom, because of honoring God and obeying him and putting him in first place, God richly blessed his life and his whole family as well because the ark was in their house for four, for three full months. Now, I don't know if in the beginning they said, we want to keep it there for three months. I kind of doubt it. He prob- It was probably more open-ended. He just said, okay, we're going to bring the ark here. Okay, would it be a day, two days, three days, a week, a month? They didn't know. He didn't know. But he was willing, and he was faithful, and he he kept it there until they came and they took the ark. And when they came and took the ark the second time, interesting enough, they did it the right way. They came with two Levites with the poles, and they carried the ark. They were very careful the second time. Because when we deal with anything of the Lord, we have to be reverent, we have to be faithful in doing so. And God blesses us. And I know Adel, one of his favorite expressions is, God honors those who honor him. And it's one of the true things from the Old Testament and in the New Testament. When we honor God and put him first and seek his kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto us. We will be richly blessed. We will be encouraged from the word. And this story of Obed-Edom reminds me of two women who were Hebrew midwives in the book of Exodus chapter 1. Pharaoh had called these two women in. One was named Shipra and the other was named Pua. And they were two Hebrew midwives. We used to have a lady in our church, a young woman, her name was Pua. And so that was the name of these two women. And he calls them in. He says, okay, when you go out to help deliver the baby, if it's a baby boy, kill him. Kill the Hebrews. Kill the baby boy. If it's a girl, let her live. But you know what? These Hebrew midwives feared God. And they obeyed God rather than men. And they did not carry out what Pharaoh asked them to do. And God honored them for that, and He blessed them, and He gave them blessings, And just like He did with obed It says in the word, in Exodus chapter 1 and verse 20 and 21, Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And it was so, because the midwives feared God, that God provided households for them. Another word for that can be translated, God gave them families, And he richly and abundantly blessed them. And then I thought, if those Hebrew midwives had not honored God and they had gone ahead and put to death these little baby boys, we wouldn't have Moses. We wouldn't have Aaron. We wouldn't have the the Hebrews that we know. But God didn't allow them. He didn't allow it to happen. He honored his people and he honored these these Hebrew midwives, like he did Obed-Edom. And you know, when God gives you a reward, it's going to be the best. He's going to give you rewards and blessings that you cannot even imagine. And what I like about it is he gives us rewards in heaven, but he also gives us blessings on earth. So he blesses us now, and he says, I'm going to bless you now, and then I'm going to reward you in heaven. And that's fantastic. Because all of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and it's our desire that we take the crowns that He has given us and the rewards and we place them at His feet and say, Lord, I I could not have done any of this without You. And we'll be able to honor Him and sing His praises for eternity. And what a blessing it will be. And we won't be thinking back in those days of all the sacrifices we made, all the pain we went through, the sorrow, the suffering here on this earth All that will be passed away and we will be in the presence of the Lord forever. And when we put the Lord first, He does take care of everything else. And what do you think He did after the three months? Did He go around to all His friends and and boast the fact, I had the ark in my home. It was there for three months. No. I can't see Him doing that at all. In fact, He gave all the glory to the Lord. And that's the way we should be in our lives, too. There's no room for pride. And that's a little hint that we're going to hear from Alan. There's no room for pride, but we should be humble and give the glory to the Lord. I got a new book on illustrations, and it was by Tony Evans. And he wrote this, and I think it's so fantastic. He said, cement, in order to become concrete, must be mixed with sand and water. If bags of cement in a store are never stirred in with water, that cement will never become concrete. Water and sand must be married if you want to get something that is cementable. In order for God to make your life concrete, you have to learn to mix it. You've got to take faith, mix it with works, and watch God lay some concrete in your life. And Obed-Edom was a concrete man. He was solid for the Lord, and that's the way he wants us to be as well. So let's be like Obed-Edom, shall we? Let's be willing to do whatever God asks us to do, no matter how hard it is. Let us be faithful in all that we do and give him all the glory. And let us then see how God is going to richly and abundantly bless us, our children, our grandchildren, and everyone around us And whether you feel little and unknown, whether you feel obscure, you're important to the Lord. You're his child, you're his servant. He'll use you for his glory. I'll conclude today with some words that were written by Bill Gaither in a song entitled, The Longer I Serve Him. He wrote, Since I started for the kingdom, since my life he controls, Since I gave my heart to Jesus, the longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. Every need He is supplying, plenteous grace He bestows. Every day my way gets brighter, the longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. The longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. The more that I love Him, the more love He bestows. Each day is like heaven, my heart overflows. The longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows. May the Lord encourage our hearts today to learn these lessons from the life of Obed-Edom, to put them into practice in our lives, to be willing, to be faithful, and find how much you will be blessed. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for all the Bible characters, Lord, men and women. Some of them are well-known, some are not. Some are named and some are not. But, Lord, we can learn so much from them. And, Lord, help us to be examples. Help us to be servants. Help us to have willingness and faithfulness. And when we do, we'll find you will richly bless us. Please dismiss us with your blessing, Lord. Please be with us for the picnic tomorrow that we'll have a wonderful time. Please give us good weather, Lord, so we can enjoy it and have good fellowship together. And so we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.